Perfect. Perfect. Welcome to Favorite Purpose. I am your host, Jamel Deal, and if it's your first time tuning in, I want to say I am glad that you chose to be a part of the FWP game, and I hope and pray that you return. To my returning FWP game family, I am back with episode 9, showing integrity even through suffering. When you get a chance, go back and check out the previous episodes. Don't forget to follow me on all major social media platforms. Hope everybody is doing well and staying safe. Now let's get to it. So you've been hearing in the last few episodes, we've been talking about the book of Philippians and about how Paul wrote the letter to the church to thank the Philippians for their generosity to him during his imprisonment. He also wanted to inform them about his circumstances in Rome, call them to unity, and warn them of false teachers. And I know I keep saying that just like the book of James, which we haven't covered yet, but we'll be covering it, you know, in a later part of this season. But it's a very practical book with specific directions on what Christian living should look like. But as we study the book of Philippians, uh, we have to think about, you know, the words that we come across and how we can apply them to our own life and, you know, to live life more like Christ every day. So after reading Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 to 30, I had to discuss this with my FWP family. I just had to share this with y'all. You know how it is. Like, when you just come across something, you be like, man, I really have to share this with people. Like, I really need to let them know, like, what's going on. So Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 to 30 reads, Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now I hear that I still have. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about it. All right, so look, Paul made it known that believers should conduct themselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. All right, got that out the way. Now, some people will ask, what does that look like? And the answer I would give that person is showing some integrity. We must be honest and have strong moral principles. That means that we need to understand our conduct is worth a lot with Christ. We should stand in one spirit and strive together as one for the faith of the gospel. Now, the question some people still want to ask is, what should their conduct look like and how does this reveal integrity in the Christian life? This answer would be personalized for you. And remember, God knows everything, especially how we conduct ourselves when the enemy comes around, you know, or when our faith is being tested. It may be obvious that this can be answered, you know, in many different ways. But at the end of the day, it all leads back to being of one spirit and striving together as one in faith for Christ. So then you think about it in the scripture, it says, whatever happens. So keep that in mind. No matter what happens, I will conduct myself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. That's what we have to constantly remind ourselves before we respond or react to someone who is opposed to the way we live. There are some people who are frightened and worried about others who oppose them. I would say that when someone is the opposition, you normally would see them as a person who is out to destroy you and not enjoy you. Don't let that don't let that pass you real quick. I would see them as a person who is out to destroy you and not enjoy you. I know somebody saying, you know, I've never heard that before, but I just had to run with it because like Paul did for the Philippians, I just plan on making it make sense. Let me make it make sense. OK, don't miss the connection because I want to make this make sense for y'all for real. So pay attention. All right. As diverse as Christianity is, there are others out there who want to feed you with ingredients that can't be found in God's recipe book for your life.
let that sink in. We all have been stuck in the house, and I'm sure we all have been eating up everything and gained a few pounds along the way. And I'm really guilty of that. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been working out, but it's not as much as I would like to. All right. If you have stuck to your diets or I should say healthy lifestyle, then God has blessed you to be disciplined. <laughs> While me, on the other hand, God is still working on me. y'all. I'm not going to lie to y'all. He's still working on me. I'm disciplined, but I, I kind of just, you know, been chilling. But uh, which makes the explanation funny, you know, but bring the topic to life. And that's why I want to kind of give you this analogy I'm about to give you or this explanation. So I decided to use food in this first explanation because I love food. And I don't know anybody who doesn't enjoy a good meal, you know, and I also don't know anybody who loves when a meal is destroyed. You know, you get your mouth already and you salivate and you just like, oh, I'm about to tear this meal up. And when it's destroyed, you're like, man, now I'm going to have to go out and buy me some fast food or something. This is where I really want to make the connection. So instead of opening the Bible and reading it to get a better understanding for the ingredients needed to live a life that will please Christ, some people will decide to skip around it and thinking, you know, they know better than God. And then it's like we have all of these questions about what we should be doing and God already knows what's best for us, but we won't take the time to read the answers. We all know that in the cookbook, you know, or online recipes or even the recipes we got from Big Mama, you know, you know, that the risk of skipping an ingredient is that the entire meal can be destroyed just from missing a single ingredient. So when I read the scripture, I thought about it, you know, if we read God's word then apply it to our lives you know, then share God's love with one another, then we can enjoy each other more. If we miss any of those ingredients, then that is when we risk destroying each other, and that's not the way we should conduct ourselves for Christ. If you want to spread the word of God and share the recipe with others and they have a different opinion about it, then respect their opinion. There are people who need to find out for themselves how God has done so much to save them when all the enemy in this dangerous world wants to do is destroy them. So I took, you know, I took a deeper look at verse 28, where it says, this is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved in that by God. My takeaway from that is that without integrity, you risk destroying everything God created for your life. Show integrity and it will be known to others why God saved us, which will lead to more people standing firm in one spirit together in faith. Now, that's me tying it back to the scripture. And it says another explanation I thought of when reading the scripture is some people are afraid that if they don't look a certain way, dress a certain way, don't speak a certain way or act a certain way, the others won't accept them. People also look at other people as competition instead of striving together as one for the gospel. This is how I see it. And I could be wrong, but let me make this make sense. All right. You all know I am transparent and I keep it real. And that's, you know, that's the main reason why they call me the real deal, you know. Let's just be real with that. But um, I will admit I was afraid, you know, I was afraid of what others would say or think about me having a Christian based podcast and brand, you know, and uh, especially for the people who know me personally and know of my past. And I just also thought that if I was a celebrity and I started this podcast, it would probably have a different meaning to others. Uh, I even thought that if I was a pastor, then it would definitely have a different meaning to others. So all that was in my mind. Because I got caught up thinking how others will view me. So the enemy tried to destroy what God had already told me he wanted me to do. You know what I mean? So all of this before I even managed to build enough courage to get my podcast started, the enemy was trying to destroy me and wanted me to stay quiet about Christ when all of those things crossed my mind. Then I started to read my Bible and I had a few conversations with family, you know, and friends and made a decision to show integrity and share with the world and 
You know, God made sure that others were able to enjoy him through me. By us being in one spirit, growing our faith and receiving God's word through faith with purpose. And it's been such a blessing, you know, for myself and for others, you know, to have this platform. But let me go a little bit deeper into discussion with you guys. So rather than compete with one another, Paul says that we should strive together as one for the faith of the gospel. I said it before and I'll say it time and time again. We must work together for a better world and, of course, to please God. We are not called upon to please others. We will come across situations where you have a competitor in sports, business or whatever line of work you're in. You know what I mean? And so rather you work full time, part time. I just want to let you know that there is a full time job that's way more important than that job that you actually have. And that job is living out God's will. We must not compete with each other while we're living out God's will. So we should have what? Integrity. All right. So. In verse 29, it says, on the behalf of Christ, we have been granted not only to believe in him, but to also suffer for him. This suffering mentioned can be a gracious gift or a privilege. And I want you to understand why. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he suffered so much pain for us. Not one of us could imagine going through that type of pain. We experience pain and suffering differently and we all respond to it differently. So I need you to ask yourself this. How can this suffering mentioned be a gracious gift or a privilege? And we all will have different answers, y'all, based on where we stand with Christ. You know, if you're a believer in him, then you know what it means to him for us to suffer for him. We may not see it the same, but it's a gracious gift to me because I know that I believe in him. I am able to deal with my suffering from my depression, you know, of not making it to the pros in basketball or me not being a doctor or just any other plans I made for myself. And only to see it as a gracious gift because I get to be around the sport that I love, right, through coaching. And I'm also able to live to talk to you about it today. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's gracious enough for me, you know. And I'm a believer who is a part of a group of people who accepts that Christ suffered for me and I get to do the same for him. And that's why it's a privilege. So. I hope it makes sense why I said we will have different answers. In most cases, it would be seen as a gracious gift and a privilege. Your suffering will be a gracious gift based on what you are suffering from. It can be a privilege because if you are a believer, then you are already a part of a group who has accepted Christ suffered for you and you want to do the same for him. Let's acknowledge the striving together part. So striving together in the name of Jesus means that we need to stop competing with each other and not make an enemy out of each other. That way we can advance the truth of God. Faith the purpose is here to strive together and continue to help us grow in our faith for Christ. The enemy will try to make you feel like you're constantly suffering for no reason when in reality we were granted this suffering because God did it for us. Ask yourself, will you face the suffering we talked about today? And if so, will it be worth it to you? Hope that you say yes and show integrity by doing what's right. And I hope that this message helps someone today, and I hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member. Don't hesitate to reach out to me on any of the social media platforms for prayers, suggestions, topics you want to hear, interviews, collaborations. Remember, season two is going to be fire, man. Like, with all the interviews and stuff, right now I'm just getting this thing lifted off the ground and just want to let you guys know that this platform is here for you. You want to you wanna talk, you want to vent, hit me up. I'm telling you, man, we, we can have some, some good conversations. I already had some in-depth conversations with some friends. 
and family members. Shout out to my brother in law Noe. You know what I'm saying? My sister in law Nancy. And um, you know everybody in the family that we've been having discussions with. You know about the podcast and just you know how great God is and how He's done so much for our families and everything like that. Shout out to my boy KG out there. We had a, a great conversation. Uh, my boy Eddie. We had a great conversation. My boy uh, Coach Lucio. Uh, my boy AC the boss, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm looking forward to doing some some really good things with those guys. And, you know, I'm, I'm anybody else you want to come forward, you know, put your name in the hat. Uh, oh, forgot my boy Nehemiah. Uh, that boy hit me up, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Nehemiah, man. Just realize, man, that this platform is here. I'm not to judge you, man. I'm, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help us grow together. You know what I mean? And don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. And that's one thing they'll tell you in the Bible. Don't be ashamed of God. Don't be ashamed to, you know, to listen, don't be ashamed to, to hear him out, hear his word out, and let him, you know, speak to you. Once again, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. FWP Gang family, I love you. God loves you. And that's Fikes. Peace. Yeah.